Hey y'all, welcome to Shad Chat, a divorce kid podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Hannah. And we are Divorce Kids. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Yes, happy Tuesday and happy episode 14. Episode 14. We're just naming them. <laughs> I know. Getting I think them off. it's kind of fun. So people know what episode they're, that, we're, that we're on, you know? That's true. And today is 14. 14, baby. Are there any good karaoke songs that have a number in them? Oh, 1985 oh good one good one what about um i guess it's not really a number in the title but the like jenny eight six seven five three oh nine would you do that for karaoke that's kind of fun i feel like it's kind of a bop wow that's a throwback yeah i've been listening to um not listening watching those you know the uh tiktoks where he like puts the headphones on in new york and like it's like double or nothing if you like get the artist mm-hmm. do you know mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. anyways yeah he was doing a full like pop punk one Love that. with somebody and i was like yeah that's right up my karaoke alley yeah well our karaoke song is friends in low places i was gonna say mr Brightside, but and that one but yeah because we're we have a uh, variety mm-hmm. we have range mm-hmm. and one we can, might say yeah we, <laughs> oh we can also do fergalicious oh yeah i forgot that you called me up we were at um lipstick lounge here in nashville shout out lipstick lounge yeah and there was somebody that was supposed to be singing that song and they didn't show up but you said that you were that person and you <laughs> no, made... i didn't say i was that person oh, you just said they you asked were... for volunteers okay you're right you're right right and then <laughs> she goes so crazy and then she goes hannah and i will do it and i'm like me for delicious okay i get or was it glamorous um it was the up in the gym just working, working on, on my, my fitness. fitness he's my witness who which one is that? oh that's you're right it's for delicious yeah um, is that milk and my cocoa puffs milky milky cocoa puffs that is that song yeah that's a good ass song but yeah i would say yeah mr brightside and friends, friends in little places. places yeah and a Dix- any dixie chick song oh of course of course mm-hmm. of course or if they would let us freaking cody johnson oh my god miss vicky's if you're listening kelly's miss kelly's <laughs> Miss Kelly's, if you're listening, add the freaking Cody Johnson discography. Please. Please. Like, what is it? What are we doing here? We're begging, honestly, at this point. Oh, my God. We need we need to. It's rude. We need to get a chance to do a little Kojo. Yeah. At the karaoke bar. I know. That'd be really fun. I'm trying to. Is there. Well, we've done it a few times here in Nashville and then in Portland. And then we did one in, in Walla Walla. We always karaoke in Walla Walla. Yeah yeah we need to find another another place to go to and see if they have some kojo maybe like somewhere in like chicago or new york no texas oh my god why did i not even think of that his homeland i know we gotta go to texas can you imagine a little kojo karaoke in texas i would i would, I would eat lose, that shit up i would lose my mind yeah. yeah we always say that if we go to a kojo concert we're gonna go all out all out one denim, night only <laughs> denim on denim cowboy boots a cowboy hat and I'm, we're just gonna be a country folk i might not night. even go by anna oh what would you go by i don't like <laughs> some texas southern bell and Mar- i'll go by Anne marie okay that's more southern right that is a little more southern well i don't know what i would do i mean hannah, hannah's like i don't know i just feel like i need like my southern persona I just want to be deep in it, you know? Yeah, I feel like if anybody has ever seen Heart of Dixie, I love that um, TV show with Rachel Bilson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they are, there's two girls in that show, um, and their names are Lemon and Magnolia. <laughs> and I'm like, is that, is that what a really southern name is? They're from Bluebell, Alabama. It's like they're 
god-given christian name lemon lemon (laughs) and magnolia i feel like you just need a second like you can say hey Anne marie how's it going Anne marie and you would be hannah like you have to just have like a i think hannah's too hard to have like a second name like margaret ann yeah yeah or like uh mary lou mary lou beth oh okay or just mary beth mary yeah (laughs) yeah or that (laughs) yeah that would work well imagine if like we meet people at the concert or something we could just like have different names different names yeah so funny yeah like my mom's middle name is lee and sometimes zach will be like tracy lee or tracy lee ann is what he calls her sometimes (laughs) but it's not leanne no it's just lee (laughs) (laughs) wait hannah leanne no no no. that doesn't work my name is like two syllables so it doesn't work you're right you're right so tough anyways (laughs) anyways if you catch us at the kojo concert we're not hannah and anna no we won't we will not respond to that sorry Mm -hmm. no we will not (laughs) what are we talking about today today we're talking about the best time to get divorced yeah that's true because if it's gotta happen yeah if it's gotta happen let's at least try to do it at an ideal time you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes there not may not be a specific (laughs) ideal time for your parents to get divorced i will say that when we both experienced i guess my first divorce and your second Mm -hmm. at the age of 15 was not the right time to get divorced (laughs) no personally personally that wasn't the right time (laughs) that wasn't your favorite no yeah peak puberty you know Mm -mm. really just going through absolute hell physically you know and at school with boys emotionally mentally physically going through hell like you're in and out of the dmv Mm -hmm. you're getting your freaking gardasil shots Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah like it's maybe it's, starting your period for the first time oh maybe my having god. your first kiss oh my god it's like absolute hell actually yeah first high school dances you know lots. and it's such a common time yeah yeah and sure all all of us are going through the same exact thing at the age of 15 you know in that realm of things but mm-hmm. then for your parents to go ahead and throw the bomb on you <laughs> uh, by the way i know you're going through all this other shit but we're gonna throw a huge massive bomb in your life and we're family's just gonna break up yeah if you if your cup was already full like in a negative way we're just gonna you know dump a little bit mm-hmm, more on there mm-hmm. for you yeah i'm trying to think if like anyone would say that was the ideal time mm. like a fellow divorce kid maybe those that were like it was honestly hell growing up and so by the time i was 15 and they got divorced it was like a welcome change so you yeah, know I'm not trying and, to discount those experiences and but. i guess to uh, you know shortly after you're turning 16 so you get your license and like maybe have a little bit more freedom that's true so that could be kind of nice um if if yes as anna said your 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 uh childhood was hell and you're just (laughs) ready for them to do that but i mean ideally for the age of 15 it was not the best yeah in our experience it was a little tough yeah so if we had to choose an age to uh have our parents get divorced what would you say that age would be Mm. Yeah, I will say I was like so angry and I was like, you guys are so selfish that you couldn't wait two years. I wasn't even thinking about like my brothers. <laughs> I was just thinking about me. Specifically me. You couldn't have waited two years for me to get out of the house. Like, like put your differences aside. You realize there are like some of us living here. <laughs> okay they're like yes you have two other siblings and we are also living here <laughs> we're a five-person family but understood yeah um but i mean so my first divorce happened when i was like one or two mm-hmm. and like that i mean i didn't even feel that 
Yeah. I didn't even feel that. It's kind of like, <laughs> why the first thing that came to my mind was like babies that get their ears pierced, like when they're in the <laughs> hospital. You don't even feel it. They don't. They have no idea. <laughs> that was me, basically. Okay. So you got your ears pierced or your parents <laughs> got divorced. Either way. Okay. Yeah. They got divorced. And so it was like, it set, it set the standard that that was just a norm already. Well, yeah. And you even said to uh, sleepovers that you would go to and be like, wait, so you stay here seven days a week? That's you, weird. That's fucking weird. <laughs> so yeah, you had no idea. You didn't know any better. Yeah. So I feel like in a way... But I mean, also, I'm very lucky that my parents, my mom and my dad co-parented quite well. There was, again, we, we were not in and out of court with like custody battles. I was just like at my dad's house on the weekends and my mom's on the week. And like they, the handoffs were like usually very cordial. It was like mm-hmm. not a big deal. Um, and like holidays we would all share. And so like that, but, but because that was like the status quo, there was no discomfort in like learning a new way of being, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, that's just what it is. So I think... You know, if you know right away or early on that, like, things aren't working. Because I think, don't people say, like, whatever problems you have already in your relationship, having kids doesn't fix it. It only, like... Exemplifies them. Yeah, like, exaggerates them. So I think if you start to realize pretty soon after you have kids, like, hmm, these problems are not going away. I I say just freaking pull the plug. Just, like... Yeah. It's a little, it's easier that way because mm-hmm. then you just like raise more resilient kids too, as long that's, as you guys can co-parent well. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say to your point, either then or to your other point, why couldn't you have waited two years until I graduated? <laughs> would yeah. also be nice because you're most likely going to college in, you know, a new city, maybe a new state, whatever it might be. And you don't really, there's, I mean, you're going to go home like what? For the holidays yeah. and in the summer, it won't, it doesn't affect you as much. And you're so invested in like your own discovery and self-development mm-hmm. that like it's maybe a little bit less painful because you're like, I mean, I'm doing my own thing now anyways. Yeah. And I feel like too, at that point, if you're going to get divorced, it generally happens then. Like we've said before, it's like you're no longer have the commonality of having to raise a kid anymore. Yeah. So you're kind of like, wait, I don't even know if I want to be in this relationship with you anymore. And we're growing apart. So yeah. like, let's just, yeah pull the plug but how about this though you know like couples that get divorced like in their 60s yeah i feel like that's like almost damage also damaging in a way yeah it's really interesting i don't like i don't know anyone that's had that neither do i i don't think it is weird though because it's like you are more than done raising kids most likely Mm -hmm. maybe have some grandkids and you've like been empty nest partners and like for 40 years <laughs> like yeah i don't really know what i mean we'd have to just talk to somebody yeah i guess yeah um i guess yeah if you're you know 60 plus and just got divorced and you want to be on the podcast let us know <laughs> we'd love to have you <laughs> but, and chat. Wait, what's that show grace and frankie oh with the two older actresses but i think their husbands come out as gay together like they oh. are <laughs> okay <laughs> dating I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, people... yeah, if you all of a sudden you're, you know, don't, you're not wanting to be married to a woman anymore <laughs> or a, a man, whatever it is, and you want, you know, yeah. something else, then like that makes sense. But, but I guess also people go through like midlife crisis, you know, mm-hmm. crises, mm-hmm. and maybe you're like, yeah, you're just looking at like, you know, you have 30 years left of your life, 40 years left of your life, and you're kind of just reconsidering how you want to spend those and maybe you yeah. have just a new perspective so i don't know totally as a kid though i would feel very weird 
Yeah, it would be weird to have, you know, kids of my own at that time, perhaps. And then all of a sudden my parents telling me that they are getting divorced. I'd be like, what do you mean? Yeah. Are you sure? (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, what's going on here? But, you know, ultimately, I think if it brings if it brings you to being like with the partner that is going to be making you happier in that chapter of your life Mm -hmm. or if just being by yourself is maybe going to bring you the most joy right right then i think that's worthwhile totally but i do think it comes down to the best time to get divorced is when you're no longer teammates wow wow if you're no longer on the same team and you've been on opposing teams for quite a while Mm -hmm. maybe it's time to not be teammates anymore yeah yeah because even like with the whole waiting for your kids to get out of the house Mm -hmm. that's not like always the best Mm -mm. if like this if the environment at home is just like an absolute nightmare yeah and you two are not even teammates working towards the same goal and like collaborating that way yeah then you should do it as soon as you guys like can't um, totally can't work together because it's you know like fogging up your your perspective and your like vision for lack of a better word on like how you're gonna raise your family that's so true and your kids like if you're all of a sudden just completely on different teams and there's yeah no commonality or end in sight that's the same for either of you then that's really unfair to like the kids you're raising yeah and we have mentioned in other episodes kids are very susceptible to Mm -hmm. not susceptible but perceptive Kids are extremely perceptive. They know when things are weird yeah. at the house. They can tell when, like, the parents are not a united front and the family unit is no longer, like, there, you know? Right, right. So if that comes to be the point that you're at and you do end up getting divorced, hopefully you can end up back on the same page and perhaps be it platonic teammates one might say oh yeah so that you can you know co-parent together in a way that's beneficial for everybody in the family um and that you finally do have you know a common end goal in sight for raising your kids um and i mean the kids will probably feel better too oh at yeah that point um to know that the at least their parents are on the same team and they're raising them in a similar manner yeah i would always prefer dealing with the like logistical headache of having divorced parents and like being between houses but having parents that are teammates have respect for each other they have love in their own way for each other Mm -hmm. then like not having to deal with the logistical problems of it all living in one house but it being like no love no respect no communication like you know bad models of relationship for me as a kid yeah i can clearly tell people are like stressed out and anxious like if my mom in her home alone has more love for me and my siblings than a home together with her and my dad Mm -hmm. i would take that solo oh yeah parent every time for sure for sure and like it just like ends up being these blowout fights and then maybe that's how you think that you should fight with other people yeah it kind of yeah frames how you yeah see that in your life at some point or another which is super unhealthy especially if they're fighting in an unhealthy manner that's really tough um and something that would be just not my favorite thing to see (laughs) not my favorite yeah and it would yeah it would make me feel so unloved i actually follow i follow a lot of like relationship 
kind of advice and that kind of stuff online. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of things I've seen from like long term, like multiple decade long couples is that like the romantic love is actually one of the least important parts. Obviously, like the attraction and romance and love and all of that is like really integral at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But like longevity and partnership is much more about being on the same team. Yeah, being friends. Being friend, having a deep, deep, deep friendship with your partner, trusting them, having respect for them, knowing that like they'll uphold their side of it. And like if you're down for the count, they can fill in for you mm-hmm. and vice versa. And there's no like keeping score. Yeah. And like, yeah, so I, because I was going to ask you, like, do you think you can really partner kids, uh, parent kids together when there's no like romantic love? But I feel like romantic love is like one of the least important parts of like successful I, parenting yeah, yeah i think when it comes to being a parent and parenting your kids yeah being like romantically involved is not necessarily the highest thing on the totem pole i think that really is like one of the last things i mean sure it'd be nice to see as like you're as a kid to see that your parents are in love and they like love each other and respect each other and who knows maybe there's like a little bit of pda or something like that and you're like yeah. okay that's like nice like i know that they like each other because i'm because <laughs> i'm seeing like x yeah. y and z but i yeah. do think it like comes down to them being friends and being on the same team and having the same values and outlooks and being consistent yeah and yeah just being raised in a way that's similar to to them yeah if i had if i was a parent and i had to choose like what am I going to model for my kids and I can only have like you know healthy romantic love or Mm -hmm. respect and partnership like what would I want my kids to grow up and like move out of my house knowing what that looks like I would take respect and partnership over just like having an example of like romantic love I think any time and I guess if that's also part of your your um drive to stay together is like they just need to see that like love is enduring and everlasting it's like i don't know that that's the most important thing for a kid to see i think yeah it's like relationships take work whether they're romantic so or true not, or not yeah so having a respectful partnership i think is more beneficial um because it it shows through in friendships and in professional relationships and personal relationships and romantic relationships whatever it might be but all of those different kinds of relationships take work and if you know each party respects one another then it's gonna blossom into something yeah um that's you know positive and something as a kid i would like to see more so than one that's just yeah, yeah. romantic it uh, yeah that's interesting about like having the respect and partnership can more lead to having the love and like i think that's a better example of what love is the whole like shoving down issues that are very clearly happening for the sake of like maintaining the outward mm-hmm. identity of being like together and having an everlasting relationship that's almost like a more damaging model to set and i think yeah. like in some ways i carried some of that trauma of like i had confusing messages about what love meant mm-hmm. what it looked like yeah and stick staying in situations that were not correct for me totally. and like seeing the way that you know my parents fought and like thinking i guess that's like what people normal do when you're you know yeah. um yeah i think it's just it it can get like a little mis misled sometimes when you're like we're doing it because we want to like show kids that it'll yeah i think it's interesting too i've even seen now that people are 
trying to, I mean, I don't want to say fight, but maybe bicker in front of their kids and then showing like mm. how they make up too. Wow. That, the making up is huge. I feel like the fight was always visible to me, yeah. but I never saw how it was resolved. Totally. And I think though, if it's shown with words, how you make up rather than like romantic, mm-hmm. it means more because obviously like, you know, words are huge and like very powerful and impactful in any situation and that just helps like not only like i was just saying a romantic relationship but also professional or just a friendship or whatever it is so seeing yeah the resolve after a fight in you know a verbal sense yeah so is really important yeah and really like relationship stuff is not just romantic obviously like the skills that you need to like engage with other people Mm -hmm. are between you and your parents you and your girlfriends you and your siblings you and your coworkers. you know it's like every time you're interacting with another person having skills to like partner with people and be respectful all of that is like incredibly important and it's like i think we just think sometimes that's just like important when you're in like a romantic relationship but like anyone you engage with you need to have those skills totally yeah. So if your parents can show you that in a healthy manner. Yeah. That just helps you in the long run and all of the different relationships you end up encountering along your your path in life. Yeah. And hopefully if you do end up getting divorced at that moment where you realize you can't be teammates anymore, mm-hmm. you never know if you'll be able to come back around and and find a new way of being teammates together yeah. now that you like have a little more space and separation. So true so true yeah is there anything else i don't really think so i think yeah the best time to get divorced may not be an actual age even though yeah as kids of divorce you might want it might feel that way mm-hmm. that there should be an age or a number on it it yeah. really is comes down to like you just said when you're no longer teammates maybe it's time to take a look in the mirror yeah and reevaluate what's going on here and oftentimes it can be for the best because maybe you'll yeah. have a cool sister. Yeah, I sure do. I do too. Yeah, the coolest. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yes, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if you have had any of these experiences of uh, divorce at different ages and maybe you have like a preference, we'd love to hear. And um, yeah, you can drop us a line. We're on Instagram at chatchatpod. Yes, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, and that's just at Chat Chat. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.